Today's show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Working from home, protect your sensitive data with an extra layer of security at expressvpn.com slash inside. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Inside Gaming Podcast for Christmas. It's Christmas oh. Day. We made it. Jing, yeah. jing, jing, jing. That's my jingle bells. Merry Christmas yeah. to all of y'all who jing, celebrate jing. Christmas. And <laughs> to everybody else, it's fine. Give gifts anyway. It's an amalgamation of many different holidays. So yeah. Yeah, go for it. it. Well, actually, it's a pretty devout day for me. Yeah. I like oh, okay. to worship yeah. in the morning uh, and then just kind of think about all the ways I've sinned through the afternoon and then at mm-hmm. night eat a... Uh, Contemplate Catholic. on the birth of our That Savior. sounds like Catholic stuff right yes. there. Oh, yeah. it's very I just Catholic. like to repent, you know, just good old school shit. Classic. Yeah. It's, uh, boy, uh, Christmas uh, got a lot to be thankful for this year. That's uh, Thanksgiving. Needless to say, <laughs> hope you're not visiting family. Hope you're still quarantining. Uh, and, you know, the vaccines are on the way, I guess, unless you're in the UK and then they're already getting them. So Yeah. Are an, they? Old, an, an old bird got a vaccine today. Yes. Or yesterday, whatever day Good it is. Him. Good foggy old London town. Um, so today we're going to do something a little bit different, a little crazy. This uh, is going oh. to be... And it a- goes a little something <laughs> like yes. this. We're taking audience suggestions. And I'm launching into Stairway to Heaven right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, we're taking questions. All episode. Not live, obviously. This is not going to be a call-in podcast. But uh, earlier we uh, took questions from our Twitter account, at Inside Gaming. Got a lot of really, really great uh, questions so we're just gonna kick it off we, we've got uh, we've got the crew here Connor and Patrick and uh, so yeah let's just dive right in is that okay with y'all let's do it uh, yeah I don't think we've the three of us have been on a podcast together since the first episode that's probably oh, is that right. true yeah yeah because Patrick and I are always doing the daily usually yep. like yeah when the other editing it yeah. yeah we have work to do yeah, we can't just actually, loaf around like the rest you, of you Brian. freeloaders. You just have an hour free every day to jump on a podcast. That is not and, true because after be honest, we do the daily, I am working on the roundup. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're pumping. You're pumping iron because we need you looking good. That's right. Yep. Looking. We need getting, you looking fit. I'm getting my reps in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, definitely curls. Yes. But yeah, uh, we can jump right in. <laughs> yeah, this will be fun. Uh, so this first one is from Master Love 007. Mm. What is your most underrated game of 2020? So what's something, I assume they're asking something that came out this year that you feel like didn't get quite the love that it mm. deserved? Mm. Here, here's my issue with the question is I don't know if I played any games this year. I can't <laughs> oh, that remember is anything that happened. <laughs> That's a bummer. I w- I'm curious. Let me look up really quick. I want to see a game that came out in January just so we can get an idea of how fucking long this year yes, has been. Yes. Because yeah, I, feel I feel like, like I, only, I played the greatest hits. Yeah. I think. Well, let's see. Were yeah, there, I feel if, like I hit the big ones too. Um, what is something that I played? Boy, this is a real head scratcher here. I guess, well, definitely the questions will tide us through the whole runtime of the podcast because we'll spend most of it going, huh? <laughs> huh? Yeah. I guess I'll just, I'll just, I'll go with a qu- uh, game that I brought up on other pieces of content, which okay. is Watch Dogs Legion. Okay. Uh, yes, you are a huge a, fan a, of that. I'm not even like a huge fan, although I did put it in my number one game of 2020. But that's because uh, I'm a bit of a daredevil. Oh, uh, I like to I like to live on the edge. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, it's a it's a fine game. It's okay, and 
I'd say in many respects, not as good as its predecessor, but mm-hmm. I feel like Ubisoft dropped it and then they're like, okay, and now Assassin's Creed. Cause I mean, that's the big franchise, but it's right. like, Legion's fun. It's gonna get it's gonna get even further shadowed by another tech forward city uh, based uh, <laughs> action RPG, uh, Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. So that is it's tough. probably gonna be yeah. a game that nobody really talks about and eventually gets picked up for like six dollars on some random ass game site that no one's ever heard of that Wario sixty four links. <laughs> yes. Correct. <laughs> yes. Is Wario sixty four a real person or just like a collection of I, I feel like he's just an algorithm that scrapes the internet that's, for game. Yeah, game that's ideas. what the pinned tweet was for a while. Right, yeah. I know, I know. Asking if he was a bot. And and he didn't answer it to my satisfaction. And nor should he. Yes. That's his right. I, I would say for me, and I, I this is underrated only in the sense of if you're a real JRPG fan, like a real JRPG nerd, but mm-hmm. I real I very much enjoyed uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition on Switch. It came out, um, I feel like in the first half of the year. Yeah, it came out in May. God, that feels like forever ago. Um, but just, I don't know if it was like, it, it wasn't my game of the year, but I very much enjoyed it. It was a nice kind of remake of a game that was like on the 3DS and I believe the Wii before that. But it, it just, they, they they did a nice kind of full remake and redid the graphics and everything and just like a nice big JRPG to sink your teeth into. And it came out toward the beginning of the pandemic when I just kind of needed something like that just to go into like a comfort zone for me because that's what JRPGs are for me because there's so many tropes and and just kind of anime silliness that I just find relaxing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I don't know if I would call it underrated, but I, I very much enjoyed it. And um, yeah, that's my vote. Is What's an anime trope? Is it like, what what what's a JRPG trope? I don't even know. Is it like deceitfulness and backstabbing? Like, is it fun, like telenovela it, kind of shit? It, it, it's kind of like, uh, there's always kind of a fake bad guy. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. once you beat that bad guy, then you realize like, oh no, actually there was a real bad guy there the whole time okay. or, yeah. or sort of the anime villain who was like um, experimenting with some sort of like uh, a thing to like unleash some sort of evil onto the okay. world. And oh, no. he, he always succeeds, but then it always ends up devouring him. And then he turns oh, okay. into this sort of big monster. There's always a big group of friends. Right. There, there's always, you know, the, uh, centered around this sort of one anime hero on, the, on yeah. the hero quest. So, yeah. Yes. You know what I like is how they have all of their inner monologue as conversation. Yes. With another character. Yes. And yeah, it just that goes is really on good. and on. And they repeat yes. the same conflict in their head. <laughs> kind of like a soliloquy for the real time. entire game. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's one thing I noticed about the Crown, which I I do watch and enjoy. But like, Queen Elizabeth just regularly pours her heart out to mm-hmm. anyone who will listen, yeah. like the <laughs> Prime Minister, or whoever. And I it's, feel like it's an issue real... of state security. She would just well, the I, Crown. I just the like... Crown is one of my top animes of 2020. <laughs> it's a great. So, I mean, Netflix would don't yeah. don't don't try them. That's true. I feel like yeah. a big thing too is like the anime villain going like. I'm changing and they're like, mm-hmm. holding a card in front like, of his face like this. Yeah, he's holding yeah. a card in front yeah. of his face. Yes. And that one guy who who talks like this is in there. 
Jesse. Right. Yeah. There, James. There's a, there's a flamboyant character. There's sort of a roguish friend who kind of That's plays fine. by his own rules. A lot of zippers and rivets on their clothes. Maybe a lot of a lot of really really offensive stuff that for some reason is completely overlooked <laughs> by <laughs> completely overlooked by people who otherwise would like boycott yes. a game. Right. But yeah. but like yes like. Uh, just amazingly offensively drawn characters a yes. lot of the time. Yes. I'll just leave it at that. Yep. <laughs> I already for, what's the name of the JRPG you brought up, Brian? I already it has <laughs> Xeno, left my mind. Xenoblade Chronicles, and it, this is the definitive edition. Okay. Gotcha. X. Uh, um, Full Metal uh, Hunter. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah. It, it's uh, um. I I don't know. It, it's just kind of one of those grindy RPG. I didn't like love the combat system, but I do like just sort of sitting with a game and just grinding, 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 and build my characters up to the point to where you're just basically controlling a team of superheroes <laughs> at the end, and then you just go in yeah. and absolutely decimate the the final boss. And then there's sort of a you know, and then there's always sort of multiple endings now. And then there's sort of maybe you just got sort of the 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 bad ending and you go through to get the good ending. It's just, it's, it's very relaxing to me. So cool. yeah, that's my vote. Uh, mine is probably uh, football manager 2021. No, oh. no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I think tear down. Oh, I got to play that tear down. I've not seen nearly enough love for that game and it's the fucking best. Uh, was that related to Tearaway? Because I played no. that. No. Okay. So it's a voxel oh. game. It basically looks like pretty Minecraft, except the the voxels, the like cubes or whatever, are tiny. So it's, but the whole world is basically destructible, and the the point of the game is you're kind of like a uh, a rogue, mm-hmm. uh, demolition guy. So like the mission I did last night, you have there you're on you're in this guy's mansion. <clears throat> and there's six cars and you have to get three of them into water to ruin them but the second the second one of the cars is off like the platform it's on or whatever the alarm goes off and you have a minute to get everything else so basically That's so good the game itself is you plotting your route that you're going to take once the alarm goes off right okay okay so you may have to go i have to be in this building to destroy this safe but then I have to be all the way across the map in less than a minute to drive this car into the water. So I have to plan and prepare and set everything up so that like I can hit the safe, then I'm in a boat heading to the other location where I have a car set up. So after I dump the one car, I get in that car and get to my getaway. So it's like all of this game that just boils down to 60 frantic seconds uh, of trying to achieve these goals. That's cool. And That's you're so like fun. sort of plotting out your path, basically. Exactly. Like how this yeah. is going to, yeah. So like like, the first, like the first couple like missions that. are more just like, destroy this thing, destroy this thing. Right. But then right. as it becomes more like, yeah. And you have different tools, like you have a shotgun, you have a flamethrower, you have pipe bombs. Uh, you have, That's great. The main tool is just a sledgehammer. Um, but yeah, it's so good. And it's it's got like a good quick save feature. So you can kind of like, before you try your final run or whatever you can do a quick save so that you're not like because it can take a long time to set everything up just planning everything and trying to figure things out but i just bought it it's oh really? <laughs> i'm gonna, I'm gonna play that tonight look yeah you bought I had it, it on my... while patrick was talking about it well or... he reminded me because i had it on okay. my wish list and okay. with the bugs and stuff i don't know if i'm gonna even bother with cyberpunk this week 
So I was like, huh, spend twenty dollars on a game I've heard is really good. Uh, oh, is. right, sorry, it's Christmas. I've already platted Cyberpunk. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, that's why I like Hitman so much because so much of it is about super planning similar. and learning the space and mm-hmm. setting up, just setting up the dominoes and yeah. being like, and now I will tip this over and start start yes. in action the stuff that I've been setting up for because I'll I'll get like yeah. super into a map and spend like forty five minutes to an hour setting up before I even. Yeah, that like, it, it hits go the exact the same buttons as a Hitman game. That's which great. is why I that's like cool. It. Yeah. yeah, which comes Sup- out next month. Yeah, Hitman super Man. hot. Kind of remind me, reminded me of that a little bit, and that it was all yeah. kind of slow mo, and then you're kind of you're learning all the patterns, and then you finally do it, and then you watch the whole thing, yeah. you know, in real time, and it's yeah. fun to just oh wow, wow, Dude, I'm an ass kicker. You got to yeah. try it in VR. Oh, I'm it's, sure. It's yeah. very cool. That's a great VR game. It's so good. You don't move your feet around. You don't walk around. Things come towards you, but it works. Mm. Cool. Connor, so that's you're that. up. I already went. I said Watch Dogs. Oh, I'm sorry. You were first. It, so underrated. No one even remembers that I talked about it. Because <laughs> everyone literally forgot about it while you were talking. Yeah. <laughs> I forget about it, it a lot. I'm playing Assassin's Creed more now. <laughs> Um, Aka, aka Ingmar, wrote, with all the controversy happening at Nintendo, Smash, Splatoon, Etika Joy-Cons, and given Japan's culture. So a little backstory. They're talking about Nintendo has been doing a lot of sort of crappy things lately. I'll finish the question first. And given Japan's culture of respecting their elders very seriously, do you think it's time that old management steps down and younger blood steps in who understand the importance of the 21st century? Uh, So, yeah, Nintendo has been doing sort of a lot of, um, even for them, kind of going after their base almost uh they shut down that smash tournament because they were using an emulator to play melee uh and then very recently they canceled the splatoon 2 thing which uh, a lot of people read as kind of backlash about uh uh, for the the backlash to the fans backlash about the melee tournament getting canceled and then the joy cons were like i think uh, my reading was that it was a sort of commemorative joy cons uh for for Etika and Etika sorry excuse me and uh the Nintendo of course being Nintendo shut that down also so just yeah, it was a, like yeah, a custom the, it was like a custom skin yes. Joy-Con that was like kind of a memorial thing or something yeah yeah and, and which obviously uh, to which Nintendo said uh-uh right <laughs> but but for a very beloved uh personality uh, who is no longer with us, and it it did feel like they could have handled it maybe with a little more, uh, a little bit more of a sensitive touch. And yeah, Nintendo just very much just goes after you know, uh, uh, you know, they've gone on a tear over the last few years, going after you know emulation websites mm-hmm. and uh, fan games and all that. So uh, I. They're- I do think that that might be a little bit of an out of touch thing, but Nintendo's always just kind of done their own thing. It's, it's weird for as cute and cuddly as they seem, they really will send the lawyers at the drop of a hat. Do you think, obviously this is probably never going to happen while the switch is still in its prime, but like what, what would it take for them to expend all that uh, built up? What's the word I'm looking for? Goodwill. Oh, (laughs) we were all thinking it. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're 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 famously known for edging. There's very little they could do, I think, really, to like 
Because their mean, games are so fucking good. I mean, like, I mean that's really, what they like, would have to do is stop making good games. They would have to that's start. That's the thing. Yeah. They would have to start putting out like big name titles. They'd have to put out a terrible Zelda game and a terrible Mario game. Right. And another Wii U. And another yes, like they right, would have. They survived to, the Wii U. Yeah, but the games on that were probably pretty good. They were good. There just weren't yeah. a lot of them, and and, and people were I think were confused console. about the yeah the branding yeah. on that. Evan Evan just put in the the our work Slack. They're now pulling game soundtracks off YouTube. Yeah, they've always been weird about like streaming their games, you know, and and sort of real quick to do a, a, a takedown. So it's yeah, it's a it's a. I I do feel like a lot of it is Nintendo looks at themselves as fundamentally different. And they've always said they look at themselves as like a toy company. They're selling Mm -hmm. toys. They have very reluctantly embraced the internet. And yeah, I mean, they do have a very old fashioned mindset about this stuff. I, I, I think maybe new leadership would help. It certainly couldn't get any worse, but then again, I mean, there's such a just sort of ingrained tradition there. I, I think I kind of tend to agree with Patrick, like, as long as they keep making good first party games, I think people are going to put up with it. Yeah, you know? I believe it. I don't and know. People I, still buy EA games. Yeah. I think I think it probably is just an issue of like like you said fundamentally seeing the business as a totally different thing than what yes. it than what it is because everyone right. else is doing it a different way. So it's like right. it, they are the outlier. They're not like I don't know, but um I don't know. Maybe yeah. It's this new when new leadership comes in, younger leadership who maybe has a better understanding of what people actually want. Right. Uh, maybe things will change, but I don't really see that happening anytime soon. But yeah, the the gaming space has changed so much, and you know, with the advent now of we're, we're sort of getting more into cloud gaming and. Um, you know, and, and companies like Microsoft with the Xbox, they're they're almost. Uh, just selling you a service just as much as they are a, a, a specific game, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. And Nintendo's philosophy, I feel like is a, very close to back in the eighties when they started with the NES. I mean, they didn't start, they're an older company than that, but they should go back to making card games. I think is the biggest. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. They're completely at odds with their core values That's as right. a company, which is to make mm-hmm. fun toys for uh, right. Japanese boys and girls. I, I read a Times article about a, a lot of there there are an, several companies in Japan that are like hundreds and hundreds and, and like a couple are even like thousands of years old. Yeah, because their their business culture is just so different over there. It's it's all about like socking money away for a rainy day. It's it's not about maximizing profits. It's just about like keeping the business going. And it, they it's don't just le- declare bankruptcy. I did, and right. send no, all these toys packing and and use the corpse of Toys R Us to funnel right. and wander all their uh, debt through. Right. No, I it's, do it's remember t- like looking up once what the oldest active businesses in the world were, and like there's a handful of very old like businesses that you've heard about or whatever throughout the years. You're like, oh shit, I didn't know that was there. <clears> and then it's like some tea shop in Japan. Yeah, it's been there yeah, for like right. two thousand years. Yeah, the then, one I was and there's reading like a about a bunch of them in Japan. There's like yeah, way more uh, in yeah. Japan than anywhere else. Yeah, the one I was reading about was like they make basically these sort of fried dough treats, these snacks, uh, because they started out they were set near a shrine and they would sell them to people coming to pray at the shrine, mm-hmm. and they've just they're still here. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the insane thing. So yeah. fucking well, I, wild. I, I, I'm proud to announce that we inside gamer are partnering with east india trading company gaming uh to develop uh, a tea infusion 
That's cool. Right. That and yeah, that's our own that our own line of teas. Pinkertons yeah. are still around doing terrible things. It's a yeah. pretty old American company. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So you know, maybe when something exists for too long in America, it just becomes a, a malignant and cancerous, or starts yeah. out that way. I guess could be. They could kill a bunch of. I mean, we don't know that they're not like putting those fried dough things like dipping them in arsenic or something so they there you be, go yeah i mean but yeah, yeah. they they were they were just like interviewing the owners of that business and they were like yeah you're you're sort of it's drilled into you that your first priority is to keep it going and just not be the one to screw this up and they and and they were saying like with the the, the pandemic the pandemic's been it's been tough but like Lots of these businesses have like enough cash to operate for like years. Wow! If they if they have to, it's crazy. Which in America would draw like venture capitalists would be all over your company if you had mm -hmm. that much yeah. cash and reserve. And, and I feel like in America, where you can have hostile takeovers, where you don't even want to sell, it would just right. be like, sorry. Also, there's also yeah. I feel like there's a lot of like I will not be my father. <laughs> I will not make this dough. I'm not going to do what he did. Totally. Yeah. Of just like, yeah, I need to sort of surpass or do something different from my parents. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know. And I don't know the answer because I do think Nintendo does make, they do make very good games and yeah, they have that just reputation for quality, but yeah, they are so prickly about their stuff. They're mm -hmm. just, they're, it, it's, it's like an old, they feel just like an old grandparent who is just like set in their ways and you can say whatever you want to them, but they're not going to change. Like you can yeah. be like, no, you need to, you need to actually get a TiVo cause it's easier than the VCR or whatever. But you know, the second you leave, they're going to be back to using that VCR cause that's what they know. Yeah. That's you don't Nintendo. buy a new iPhone every time the old one dies. Right. <laughs> you just plug it in. I'm still, I'm on my Cricket Wireless. <laughs> I got my jitter, Jitterbug. Jitterbug, say, that's I'm, what it is. I'm that's what I'm looking for, yep. yeah. There you go. Um, Brian with an EI. That's not right. It's Brain. With Brain. Uh, but they spell it B-R-I-A-N the correct way. Uh, mm -hmm. 12 years ago, Inside Gaming started. Six years ago, the No spinoff series began. And two mm -hmm. years ago, Inside Gaming was rebooted. Through mm -hmm. it all, what was your personal favorite moment of everyone's favorite gaming franchise? So what's uh, your favorite Inside Gaming slash No slash Inside Gaming memory? I don't have a lot from 12 years ago. Uh, right. Yeah. Didn't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> You were a fan. Uh, no, I, I, I was a fan of Funhouse. Oh, I didn't okay. really know Inside Gaming. I became aware of them after they moved over to RT. I guess my favorite Inside Gaming moment, uh, I don't know. I just really miss being at the office, hanging out with everybody. I, I have a favorite. Um, I, my favorite time period of the channel, like, and this is from, you know, I don't know what the content looked like to the on the outside i think it was great during this period but the time sort of after lawrence left because mm -hmm. and lawrence was great that's not like a dig on right on him right, but like right. when autumn was You're in just charge, setting a time period I, yeah. I i would refer to it as the autumn on the prompter period okay, where autumn was great. on teleprompter yeah. uh we were in the studio and basically like everything had fallen apart and it was kind of just like this is your channel now like okay uh yeah, yeah how, okay um <laughs> yeah but it was it was just chaos and it was i agree with that so much like January, fun we had so much fun doing like the witcher content yeah like it was great the sonic video and, and pissed i think, off all I think, those people yeah that's right 
that was the yeah. most fun period that was a to be a part stretch. of the channel. That's a really good personally. point. And there was enough like goodwill because the 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 channel was still kind of riding high because it was still getting pretty good <laughs> right. views. Right. Yeah. But with the old with the old school crew. Well, we got to make it our own, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we got to just do whatever we wanted. Like, nobody was watching over our shoulder right, or anything. And, like, sometimes for better, sometimes that was for worse, surely. But, like, it was it was so much fun to just – it was like the kids took had taken over the – Brian, you get to be a kid in this scenario. Thank uh, you. Oh, little Brian you know. Gar, little BG. <laughs> it was like the kids had taken over the school, sort of. Yeah, that makes sense. It uh, That was definitely a highlight too because uh, for me um because it yeah it, it did feel like yeah the the teacher was out for something yeah. like the teacher had had a baby and we have <laughs> yeah. a sub that is kind of cool and then yeah everybody can do whatever for me it was um uh honestly like the i think it was the first rtx and it was when it was still the no but it was um, we we didn't do a panel we just had a meet up at a bar near the convention <laughs> center and it was just, but like a lot, you know, we, we, we ever, we tweeted it out and, and a lot of the, the, the community came out and just like, just chatting with people. And, uh, I was just buying round after round for people, for, for, <laughs> for random. You spent uh, $4,000 on instruments yeah. <laughs> for your fans. Yeah. We did not have a gold slogger. Yeah. We did not have a tad at all. No. Um, but yeah, it was, it was cool. Just like, um, I don't know. Like it, it was just like a reminder, like, Oh, people like actually watch this stuff because <laughs> yeah. um, especially now it's like, you can just feel like you're just, yeah, doing it in this vacuum. But yeah. um, it it was really cool to like just meet people and, and, and just kind of chop it up. Uh, my second favorite memory was um, y'all got, y'all used to get like free lunch on Monday, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I guess that was my favorite memory we we got they brought in bon me sandwiches those Ooh, vietnamese baby. sandwiches yeah. mm-hmm. and nobody and Good like shit. they weren't very popular but i loved them and i i like snagged like 12 of those things and just like ate like a king for like days after oh Dude. it was so good it was so like, good that rules yeah. i guess i guess the bon me is probably my favorite sandwich so yeah I'm- i don't even know if i had had one yet but i was like oh wait this is like my new favorite very yeah, good. man, the fucking the daikon, the mm-hmm. pork, the mayonnaise, yeah, the hunch bread. I think my favorite, I guess, moment if I had to pick one, was our first week post machinima in the <clears> office, <throat> oh and Lawrence was like, "Do you guys want to pilfer the merch closet?" <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we were like, "We don't know how long this is gonna last." So okay, like Yo, we still even had a boss in our, uh, we we still had a desk in our room for our old boss. <laughs> who was at the time possibly going to join. She never oh, was. Yeah. But like we still had a desk set aside for her. Oh, because she was going to maybe join the channel? Yeah, but she was out on maternity. And she, okay. it was like we had just gone through. So the, they fired her. Oh, no. No, no. She got, like, a <laughs> no, she got another cool yeah. job. She works at oh, Overwatch okay. League with, with a couple of our friends. Oh, like way better than this. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, we're games. We're the top tier of games. But like he's like. Do you want merch? And we all we all felt like just like refugees. We didn't know anybody. We were just told like show up to Playa Vista on Tuesday. We're like, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Oops. Um, but yeah, it was just like, do you want to see this stuff? And so they took us in the closet, and there was just one big expensive onesie with a hood made of like heavy sweatshirt material with a giant Funhouse logo on it. And I was like, well. 
don't know how long this is going to last, so I'm going to get while the getting is good. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> I'm never so bold, but I took this big, giant, like, footy pajama thing with Funhouse. I still have it. And, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. I remember We really didn't know so it was going to happen. I grabbed so much shit. I don't think I have a single piece of it anymore. This was I, like a month and a half before the relaunch even happened. Yeah. I, I feel like 80% of my wardrobe now is just Rooster Teeth swag. Is like, cause there's so I much. I get yeah. a lot of it, but I cycle through it. Cause I don't want, yeah. I don't want like a closet full of shit. Not just right. and stuff, a, but anything. I've given I a lot want of that much stuff. Away to Goodwill. Yeah. 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 Is that a Chicago flag rooster teeth shirt, Brian? Yes, it is. Yeah. That's interesting. And I people, I, I forgot what it was, but people come up to me who are from Chicago and ask about, it, and I'm always just this idiot. Like, oh yeah, it uh. is. But I'm like, yeah, I've been to Chicago once. Like I don't have any like fun stories, you know, to, Great to town. It's Great like town, the Great Windy town. City. They Great call town. it. Yeah. It's like uh, it's a friend shoulders. of mine. <laughs> a friend of mine from Pittsburgh. This was years ago. Gave me a T-shirt that said Iron City Beer, and so I would wear that out. And then every now and then, somebody from Pittsburgh would but like come rushing up to me yep. with like tears in their eyes. You know, because of that, thank God that seems yeah. to be a big thing in Austin. Because I, when I was in Austin for RTX, I was wearing a Purple Rain shirt, and some rando from Minnesota like jumped out onto the sidewalk and was like yep purple rain i'm from minnesota and yeah, i was like yeah. me too so good to yeah, meet yeah. you yeah and and i think yeah. you guys you came to talk about a lake that you both knew and he was like there's nothing better taking the boat yeah. out on july 4th which is true but i don't doubt it but I it was did, so funny i did after it was after t- you know what it was it was the 4th yeah, of july i think it was that yeah. weekend that we were in austin but it was just uh, like I remember so telling you afterwards that man is not representative of Minnesotans. <laughs> he was very douchey. No, uh, I think seemed I like think a you nice are. enough Much guy, more stoic right, yeah, right, and yeah. reserved yeah. and uh, white. <laughs> hey, everybody! We're going to take just a second from answering all the questions to talk about Green Chef. What is Green Chef? You might wonder. Well, Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well, easy and affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle. Green Chef lets you choose from a wide variety of easy to follow recipes. Uh, It's great for paleo, keto, plant-based, or if you just wanna eat healthier, that's great too. Recipes are quick, easy with step-by-step instructions, chef tips and photos to guide you along. Everything's hand-picked, featuring the organic veggies and high quality proteins you want delivered to your door. There's something for everybody. Green Chef, it's easy to eat well and discover new recipes every week that everybody will enjoy. You can switch up your meal plan whenever you're ready to try a new way to eat. It's all delivered to you. They're expert chefs design flavorful recipes for your lifestyle that go way beyond the ordinary. There's a wide variety of meal plans, plenty of options to choose from each week. Green Chef makes cooking easy with options that work around your lifestyle, not the other way around. And You might remember, I've talked about HelloFresh in the past. Green Chef, it's now owned by HelloFresh to offer a wider variety of meal plans to choose from. There's something for everybody. I love switching between the brands for when my tastes change or for when I want to eat a little differently from one month to the next. Now, you guys can enjoy both brands at a discount with me. Here is what you need to do. You got to go to greenchef.com slash sendnews80 and use code SENDNEWS80 to get $80 off, including free shipping. 
Go to greenchef.com slash sendnews80 and use code sendnews80 to get $80 off, including free shipping. It, yeah, it, Austin's definitely, I mean, not to the degree that like LA or New York are, but there, there are so many people in Austin. It feels like the majority are not from Austin or are not it's even kind from of where Texas. Like you go if you don't if you're not maybe as excited about guns as your father, right? And you live yeah, in the surrounding it, it, states. It definitely has a pull from, especially, yeah, Texas. Uh, yeah, if you want to, if you want some sort of uh, any kind of liberal alternative, yeah, it pulls from a, a lot of like New Orleans people after Katrina, a lot mm. of people from California. Uh, There's a huge sense. California backlash because, mm-hmm. you know, tech companies will relocate here because, you know, we're Texas, we let them do whatever they want. Um, yeah, of course. And, uh, yeah, so there's a there, there's a fair amount of that in Austin too, of just yeah transplants from. I feel like from a lot of people from here move there when they get sick of I know LA, or when they can't afford LA anymore, or they don't yeah. want to have to pay for LA anymore. Which they go it is there. very expensive, and I wish it, it weren't. Insane. They move. They move here. They definitely move here from LA and New York, and then talk about LA, and, LA New and New York for the, the rest of their yes. lives. Yes. 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 Well, I mean, people move. I people that. move here from New York, and, and then just, all they talk about is New York. Yep. It's very cool. Yeah, it's the it best. does not get old. I yeah. love it. And I'm so <laughs> jealous that they they came out of their mom yeah. in a different place <laughs> be, than me. Yeah. So fair, cool. When somebody moves to LA and they're like, the traffic. It's like, we know. Well, <laughs> we yeah. all know. I mean, right. that, yeah. I, yeah. Something um, about New York, though, it's like, okay, I, I don't go back. That's true. Get, go out, leave. Here, it is then. very Why much. Why are you talking they, about it so they much? They definitely take that that that. If I can make it there, I can make it anywhere. Cliche. Big Apple. Heart. Like yeah, Big Apple baby. But it's like, yeah, but if you made energy. it there, you wouldn't be living here. Right. Now, you didn't you know? make it there. You're here <laughs> instead. <laughs> right. Fucking loser. Um, all right. Let's move on. Moogle Boots asks: Since it is oh. the season, what was your best gaming Christmas gift? Mine was when I was a kid, parents mm. got an NES and two games, Dragon Warrior 1 and Mega Man, best Christmas ever. Fantastic yep. question and fantastic memory. Uh, mine was very similar. Uh, and I've told the story before, but yeah, I was, uh, we're probably about the same age, but I remember like being a kid and it was sort of mid eighties and it, it was just that time when everyone wanted a Nintendo, like everyone was aware of them and and they had supply issues. And I remember just like, I'm sure that's all I talked about for Christmas. And then mm-hmm. my parents couldn't find one. And so they, they called my grandmother who was in Louisiana. She went and got one and it was according to legend. There was only one left at the store. She called and they wouldn't hold it for her. So she ran to get it and then mailed it to my parents. And so, yeah. And, and so I got it and it was, it was just like, it's still the best. Cause yeah, I just, yeah. I remember playing super Mario all night and then uh, took back many other gifts so I could buy uh, the first Zelda and yeah, just a super fun memory. I would say for me, it's kind of a similar thing, but I got when I got the first I got the first Xbox for Christmas, I think. And it was like really, really hard to get one. Um yeah. they were I remember them being almost impossible to find, and somehow my mom like went to a comp USA, I think, which was an old computer store that yeah. I don't think exists anymore. But uh, apparently they just had a stack of them in there. Probably because most people didn't think to go there. there. Right, exactly. Um, But that was like, because my parents were always kind of like, no, you don't don't need any video game consoles. Like we would play computer games and shit. Like we had that, but like 
They were just like, no, you don't need an N64. You don't right. need any of that stuff. And then the Xbox Mine would always like, be like, you don't need something else to play games on. Exactly. Yeah. They would always that was that. that was the best moments when it was like, they did not even like it. Or kind of like the Christmas mm-hmm. story moment where like my yeah. mom would be like, you <laughs> yes. don't need another one of those. And yes. my dad would be like, go ahead, open that one. Yeah. It's just like, no fucking way. Uh, and I like, so Xbox, it was like the first... Yeah, I think it was probably the first, like, big console that I ever got. And I was, like, I was old enough that it wasn't really, like, a, you know, you don't get this anymore. I was in high school, I think, at that point. Maybe middle school. But um, I don't I don't even remember what games I got. Probably, like, Halo. I know. I remember getting, I remember buying Brute Force, which was a terrible game. Because <laughs> it was the only one I could afford because it was $5. Right. right. Um, but, and that that's also, I would say, the console generation, like, far and away hands down no contest that i've had the most fun with because it was like xbox live was there but the best way to play was still to have all your friends come over and everyone everyone would be carrying like a shitty 13 inch uh crt tv (laughs) with their xbox and you'd have to like wrangle who was bringing all what controllers and you'd have to like make sure you had all yours again oh you you could land them up or whatever yeah so we just have like these land parties with you know four tvs four xboxes <laughs> and we're all just smoking weed and drinking all night in someone parent someone's parents basement playing yeah, halo so yes. cool dude and it was oh. that like no contest the original xbox is my favorite not even for games but just for like memories and shit that those is are easily the best those are me. my favorite memories too of just like land parties yeah around oh, that yeah. age of just, just like 16 being in a, people yes <laughs> yeah like mm-hmm. yeah in so just good. a smelly little room yep. yeah yeah my fr- i remember and you're there for a whole were, like, weekend <laughs> like, you just go to the st- yeah we go to the store it's like let's just get a lot of soda i got a monkey bread uh, yep. And let's just go hang out in yep. the basement and eat and and play like Smash or something. Yeah, yep. it's just who's ever whoever had like what amount of money to get, buy shit from Taco Bell and yeah, you know, right, exactly. The best. That's the that's the thing I think Nintendo is still stuck in because I feel like that is the way they want you to play their stuff. Mm-hmm. They want you all to yeah. be in a room, yeah, and everybody to have a controller, yeah, and to, yeah, be playing Smash or whatever. And they they just it's like they refuse to get out of that mindset. And right. I agree it's, it's the most yeah. fun. It is it's the, the most the best fun way to do it. I mean, like having had like the Wii Fit board, like we all would be like, all right, I'm going to go skiing now. And yeah, the Wii was watch great someone. for that. It, it really, they're not wrong that it's the best way to play it, but also like yeah. sometimes it's not. Well, I just don't all. know if there's like, I mean, at a certain point, it's just not sold that way anymore. I don't even know if people really think about like, oh, I could do it this way. Like, I don't know also, if high schoolers yeah. today are thinking like, yeah, we'll bring right. all our switches over. But, but all of that stuff too Maybe. is very dependent on I the particular time in your life. Right. Because yeah. when you're in high school and when you're in college, you're constantly around people your own age. Lots of yeah. them. Like I, I remember making some joke like the last time I wrote, I had four people in my car was in college. Like <laughs> since then it was just been me and maybe yeah. one other person, but yeah. And, and once you, you know, it, once you graduate and you're kind of out working or doing whatever, you're just not, you're not, or at least, mm-hmm. I mean, some people are, but you know, you just might not be in that situation anymore. Yeah. And like, honestly, drinking monster and tequila 
and then <laughs> smoking weed and Adderall out of a fucking hookah while playing right. Halo right. in someone's mom's basement all right. for two days kind right. of sounds like hell on earth to me now. Right. But right. my memories that. are so fond. Right. Right. Like it is the best. But if you had to do that now, oh, I would, would die. Like, I would oh, die. Oh, oh night yeah, you one, would not. My you heart would, would explode. <laughs> I, uh, I'm a little younger than you guys. So like GTA Five came out when I was in college, but we had like the party house <laughs> for our mm. for basically the marching band. So do with that what you will. But anyway, like we would wake up all feeling like shit. We still had like a third of a keg, and we didn't really have heat in our house, so it would be like. 48 degrees in North Philly and we would just pass around the controller and take turns playing Xbox just sitting around drinking beer at like 10.30 on a Sunday. (laughs) It's like, it's fucking cold. We're all just, we've got blankets and like sweatpants and like there's just like random like friends or like just people that crashed on the floor of the couch that are also there and it's like a few bored girlfriends (laughs) yes exactly and and it's just or like whoever my one roommate hooked up with would like come down halfway through and be like Mm -hmm. ah it's just the fucking (laughs) bet and we was we would only have one person playing gta at a time and we would just pass the controller around it was great yeah just drinking shitty like skunked beer and and just fucking hanging out in a freezing cold living room that's covered with mouse shit. Yeah, I remember that Honestly, too. Like doesn't get any better. <laughs> yeah, when I got a PS2, I think, and for, I got Final Fantasy X with it, I remember my roommate would just like watch me play and yeah, was just sort yeah. of entertained by that. Like, yeah. he didn't really want to participate. He just thought it was cool looking. We would we would score it for each other because we had sound uh, Spotify on the PS4 and we could just control it with our phones. So I would have uh, Gonna Fly oh, Now cool. from Rocky yeah. queued up. And every time my roommate hit a ramp, I would be like, and then pause it when he hit the ground. Very Philly. It's fucking yeah. stupid, but yes, very Philly. We love we love Mr. Balboa. <laughs> you <so>. do. <laughs> We're big fans. We got a statue outside our museum of art with a priceless collection it's so inside. Awesome. It's we're, so awesome. We're better that there's to have a, a statue. Of of your, your I love hero. that about Philly. I love that. <laughs> it's uh, so cool. It is funny, and you're just like way below the poverty line too. At that point, you're just. Don't you sad. have like real boxers from Philly that were really good? We got a lot of Joe Frazier, real people I mean, that yeah, came yeah. through. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I mean, we have a statue of Rocky, the fictional character. It's good enough. Awesome. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been in the Italian market where someone tosses that orange to him. No one's throwing one at me, but I've been there. That's mm. awesome. Well, you're not. A anyway, my favorite Christmas gift was Guitar Hero uh, World Tour. Ooh, that's a good. Oh, one. that's a good. Yeah, because I was Man, I, had... I was consumed by it. I was obsessed with mm-hmm. it, and then eventually decided that it would be. I had heard it was hard to get, and realized it was a doomed prospect. And I was like, I don't even care anymore. And they got it, and I was fucking stoked. And the drum set was broken out of the box, and it took three weeks to get oh, a replacement no. cymbal. But the guitar worked, oh, and the microphone worked. That's all you need. Uh, we would I was basically a freshman to... in college when Rock Band came out, and my buddy got it. Holy shit! And we were friends oh, with yeah. some people who had yeah. like a full ha- who had like a house. So we would just go over there, and they were all twenty one. So we would go over there and get oh. so unbelievably shit-faced and just play rock band for like seven hours so cool so cool like it's you can't beat that no yeah i yeah rock band or rock i remember guitar here i think it was guitar hero 2 in like 
2006 or something, but it had like a minute where it was just like the, and then yeah, rock (laughs) band and all that. And I I got guitar hero too. And I just moved, I just moved to Austin and I was just by myself in an apartment and I would just play the shit out of, (laughs) out of that game. And then at one point, a friend of mine invited me over and he had it too. And I just shredded cherry pie by Warren. Oh yeah. Yes. That was as close as I was going to get to live in that dream. Yeah. Yeah. It really did like evoke that. I remember I was so obsessed with it, but I didn't have like a system for the longest time that could play it. And that new Mm. guitar hero was the first one that had come out on Wii. So that's why I got that. But anyway, before Uh, that I got like, you know, those like Pac-Man plug and play. Yes. joystick yes. games mm-hmm. i basically got the guitar hero equivalent that i saw in a macy's with my mom it was like 50 bucks <laughs> it was like not know that so shitty plugged in with the composite cables to straight into the tv yeah that like run and from the controller right that's right it yeah. ran from the guitar into the tv and the latency yep. was so bad you had to lead the notes by like half a second mm-hmm. and it had like not it basically had like non-copyright versions of like iron man and oh, purple haze yeah, and they were perfect. called like hazy and steel guy yep. <laughs> it was like so bad but i remember it was like christmas night and it was just my mom and i hanging out in the living room and i was showing her it and she tried playing it and it was it's actually really nice i mean it was a dog shit piece of shit thing but like it meant a lot to me. Fun to share it. with your mom. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was like a really nice moment. Yeah, she yeah. was like, oh, this is this seems fun. And I'm like, yeah, it's not, it's it's fun. I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. That yeah. was probably like the most heartwarming version of those, but definitely the yeah. technically worst gift. You're right. Um, Claudia asks, what, sh- what is your favorite video that you've done this year? Like a particular script you can remember that you had fun or felt proud of writing or filming it? That's a good question. Oh. Um I I oh, think shit. I really really one. liked Hang on a second, hmm? sorry. Nope. The one he's where gotta I go, he's got to go think about it. Okay. The one where I got y'all in the parodies nuts jokes. And that, that was, was good. that was like right before the pandemic. I feel like it was in February. But I've gone back and watched that so many times cuz it makes me laugh every time. And y'all's reaction <laughs> It's just so like happy and pure. Denise uh, is locked out. I have to go let her in. Okay. Sorry. Go for <laughs> it. Right. We'll talk. Not my this is not my fault. I didn't think it was. Wait, does he have to like travel somewhere to go? I think it's yeah. outside of a building, probably. Okay. All right. Not the front door. I don't know. I haven't been to his new place yet. Yeah, I guess if it was the front door, it wouldn't take that long. No. <laughs> well, he's a slow walker. I think that's what we know most about Patrick. That's right. Dude, that first D's not when when you were getting us with those and we were writing the dumbest shit on the trophy yes. every day, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. was so funny. Man, that stuff from early this year is really good. Like it it's was really funny. Fun. My my and I, I do regret that the pandemic happened because my goal and I remember talking to Autumn about this. I thought it would. Be, I wanted to go to L.A. for like a week and be on the laptop just sitting there, and we wouldn't yeah. tell we wouldn't tell anybody. But then y'all would you know, reference me in the laptop and then cut over and I'm just sitting there. But I wanted, I wanted so much to yeah be in that room with you guys. That would have been so fun. I mean, I'm glad that you're on camera now, but like that would have been great. Yeah. And I feel like the audience would have loved it. You know, it it would have just been so much fun. Yeah. I definitely spent a lot of time thinking about what this year would have looked like Mm -hmm. if we didn't have to all go to our homes, because I mean, like, you know, the Zoom fatigue is real. We've all talked about it. Yeah. And it's just like, 
we're still making good stuff. Like I, I think this, I think our quality of uh, content is still high enough, pretty good. But like when I was making that uh, farewell autumn video, I was going mm-hmm. back through all the clips from January and February and right. early March, and, right. and and it's so funny. Yeah, like we're having so much fun, and right. I'm just like. Damn, I I can't even put my finger on. But a lot of those, there was like a Witcher video we made, which is just makes me laugh every time I see it. And I think my favorite moment, which maybe I should just wait till Patrick's here because he's in it. But I think, at least in quarantine, there's a oh you know what the X Cloud video I made where I go out and I shot like a vlog. I don't yes. know if you've seen it, but yes, it's, I did it, watch turned, that. it turned out really, really well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the cool thing about that video is at first I was not annoyed, but like sometimes when you have like the show running job here, yeah, when you're doing yeah. just streams, you can kind of ease off the gas a little bit, right, like especially right. if you're just off a week of editing dailies. You may, you, may, you may not go very hard on the feature that week. Yeah. Yeah. Or, well, that week I didn't even have a feature. I just had to do like some streams. And so I was like, cool, I can take catch my breath. I've been making like so much stuff all the time. <sighs> and our garage she door's broken. She's secured. No, our garage door doesn't work. There's some garage door? Oh. Yeah, she's trying to park. Wow. wow. Uh, swanky. Anyway, what were we talking about? We're talking about, about our, uh, our favorite game, our favorite video of the year. Of this oh yeah, that, uh, that xCloud video. I was supposed yeah. to like stream and then Alana just got on the morning meeting on Monday and she was That's like, right. I'd, uh, I'd really like to see oh, somebody yeah. cover xCloud outside. And That's then it, right. I was and the I only one that could do you it. you were like, God damn it. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for volunteering me. Yeah. That was Basically, fun. it was a good yeah. video though. No, yeah. It's, it's probably like my favorite thing I've made in quarantine. But like, <laughs> I was like, I was gonna, yep. not slack, but definitely not work my absolute hardest this week yeah. but that's okay and then it, it you know it turned out really well and, and it was, was like create yeah and, and like the way you did it and everything sometimes they just come out like that and it's just yeah everything just works out yeah i would say i mean i i have no idea i couldn't i couldn't name a specific video um but it definitely a date definitely the dailies that i was editing i had the most fun with Mm-hmm. early this year when it was in the studio There's we were just talking about that that ones. period of time because yeah. we were i was looking through it all when i was making the guys stop spamming the slack when i, I made know. the autumn video i was going through all the early stuff from this year so funny yeah brian but, was talking about how he was going to come out for a week and just actually sit at the laptop <laughs> yeah yeah but um, no, that, that was like the best was editing those dailies I, I was very yeah jealous that I wasn't there because it was, you know, it, I could yeah the the chemistry between you two was great and uh, you know it, and when you're just remote like that you can you can jump in every now and then but it's it's not the same thing mm-hmm. and so uh, what God, I'm trying to think of something I mean I don't like yeah I can't point to like a, a particular thing. Um, that I did. I remember interviewing the. I think this was this year. I interviewed uh, one of the developers of Shovel Knight, and just oh, yeah. kind of, and and just kind of had a good conversation with him, and, and just talking about like, you know, how that game just caught fire, and and he was very humble, and you know, and was talking about, you know, a lot of it was when we started it, like crowdfunding was just everyone the media was just writing about every crowdfunding project so it just kind of it, mm-hmm. we were at the right place at the right time and 
but but yeah, just uh, just kind of talking. We were about the same age, and just talking about games and stuff. It was yeah, it was really fun, and it, it's fun to uh, whenever whenever I I've been able to like kind of break some actual news. Uh, it that's always fun yeah. to do, mm-hmm. and it's hard because if you you can't do that um, if there's just one writer because you know reporting takes you know days and days if not longer. But yeah, um, it's it's fun to be able to do it. So we have fun. we have so many pieces like videos that are like that where it's like this really cool thing that we would love to do more of, but right. like <laughs> everything transpired against us. Like I got to interview. Uh, the control director late last year. Oh yeah, and that's I right. Was, I really enjoyed that whole experience, and it's just like a tough thing to get going when you're constantly yeah. just doing all in your power to keep the channel going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just that daily churn of just yeah, you you've just got it's it. grind. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I absolutely. got that when they were like, "Hey, you want to go play Doom Eternal?" Fuck yeah, I want to go play Doom Horse, Eternal. Dude. Right, it's the best. I was um, supposed to fly to. San Francisco to play Disintegration in March. That's right. Yeah, I and then about they, were, that. they were like, "We think we should cancel this, but we're having another event in New York." I was like, "I would love to go to New York. I have family in New York. It's so close to my my people." And then, and eh, eh, nope, nobody goes anywhere. Yeah, I will also say I think my favorite video. I don't even know if it's from this year, but moment was when we were doing a video about Final Fantasy VII, and Patrick and I started. Uh, pantomiming turn-based combat. <laughs> and I it's, remember that. I'll, I'll find. I'll see if I can find the edit. I have like a playlist of videos I really like, but it's just like Zach detailing, talking about turn-based combat or some riff on something mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I don't even know. And it's just like us going like, pause and then ah. <laughs> I said it to lots the of uh, act outs. Yeah. Yeah, I said it to the Final Fantasy VII battle music, so it's like dun 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 dun. You can't you can't hear any of the important information in our I, new show. You don't need it. I, I do like yeah, I, I love when, you know, the editor um and and you two do this a lot and Amir just just kind of goes the extra mile and just puts a little a little extra, you know, uh stink on the on edit. It. Yeah, yep. it's it's really Yeah, a little, little bit of stank. It's definitely much more challenging these days. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on. Matthew Cox asks, do you think all the scalping has done enough damage to the console ecosystem sales? And then he has a parenthetical games, accessories, word of mouth buys that Sony or Microsoft will push retailers to implement any new measures. If not, will it ever? P.S. I love you guys. Thanks for getting us through the year. We, we love, love you too. also. Thanks for saying that. Um, yeah, I, I, I just feel like there's nothing really in it for the retailers. Honestly. I mean, I don't, yeah. I, I, yeah, it sucks, but it's also for them. It's like, you know, it, it's, it's one time. It's, it's a few weeks every several years. So I, I, I do think it sucks and I, I wish there was a better system, but you know, I think the reality is in a few months, hopefully, or by the spring, most people who want one will have one. So this is just that crappy time where you've got to be jealous of your friends. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, Somebody it's like they me. sell one either way. Yeah. You're right. They're making right. money. Right. Yeah. So that's what they want. If this is what it was like all the time, then I think it would, we could reasonably expect yes, some sort that's of right. uh, change in behavior right. on mm-hmm. their part. But like, this is not console sales most of the time. Yeah. It's like every seven years now. Right. Exactly. 
Um, yeah, I think if it was, yeah, some sort of regular thing, uh, yes, but I don't, you know, I, I'm sure they would rather scalpers not do that, but (laughs) at the end of the day, somebody is going to end up with that console. They're going to log on, they're going to put their credit card number in, and then they've got you. And it it doesn't really matter to them whether you paid 500 bucks or you paid 800 bucks for it. You know, somebody, somebody took a little taste. So, yeah. Um, let's move on. Let's see. Uh, I feel like this has been asked before, but, uh, Stephen Allen asks, what are your guilty pleasure movies based on video games? Mine's the silent Hill movies. Those are so good. And he has some spoilers. I'm not going to add that. (laughs) Pyramid head grabs their skin and just pulls it off. (laughs) The best. I remember loving the wizard, the the, oh, the, yeah. the Fred Savage one, yep. and, and that was one hundred percent just an ad for Super Mario Three. Yeah, uh, but it that was fun, and then that that, that sort of mid nineties, the first Mortal Kombat movie, I saw definitely multiple times, and even then, I sort of knew it was bad, mm-hmm. but still, like it was still fun, and I feel like all video game movies should be bad but fun. Uh, obviously, Street yeah. Fighter. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Of course, yes. Uh, One of the finest in the genre. The king, yes. Uh, Other than that, yeah, I would also say Silent Hill, because those are hilarious and just so absurdly gory uh, for what is just a bad video game movie. Mario, obviously. Uh, The original Doom is pretty funny. That's it's terrible. Oh, with The Rock? I think there's two Doom movies now or something. There's Annihilation, right? Yeah, the one with The Rock, so bad. And I remember going to see that in the theater, and there was like this, there were all these dudes with like Resident Evil jackets. Yes. Uh, but yeah. I haven't seen a lot of video game movies. The Assassin's Creed one is terrible. Uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot about there that. Are t- there are two scenes back to back, if I remember correctly, that both end with Michael Fassbender saying, I'm hungry. Oh. It's just like, did anyone look at this? Did anybody put eyes on this? It's yeah. so bad because it's so convoluted too. It's not even like lifting the story. It's like this crazy, weird, unnecessary spin, and like the animus is totally different. It's just like this is. They can just never get it right. It seems like bad. they can just I, never. Yeah, they, yeah. They, it seems like they want to kind of ground it and make it slightly more believable, but that yeah. always makes it worse. Yeah, like, it makes it. Right. Far, far harder to believe. Yeah. Some of us are already accustomed to the other bullshit. Right. I don't know. It's not a video game adaptation technically, but I really did like the Witcher series. I could never get into that. Mm. I started it and just, uh, I don't know, something about it. It was just, I, it like immediately lost me and it just sort of buried me with all this like exposition. I don't know. I, sh- I guess I should try it again. I it's mean, that's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I, I, it's one of the few things I binged. I just like, sat down and just annihilated like six episodes yeah mm-hmm. and i really like the game the third one i like butcher three i've never played any others oh you just played the third yeah did you i've always wondered this and i've never made it through i i didn't make it through three yet but did you feel lost or did you feel like you sort of caught up to speed when you just started with the third one with the third one i mean yeah. it was kind of like eh, but i figured it out right like yeah, it, it's same. in the very beginning it's like I don't know who these people are. And there's right. definitely like some stuff about like Siri and like the king of, 
fucking Nilfgaard, yeah. I think. The Nilfgaardian yeah. king. Um, but like once you get invested in the story that they're telling in that game, it, it works out. Sort of because there's current. also so many there's so many good uh side stories. Mm-hmm. Like the mm-hmm. Bloody Baron and and by the, the like, end you know enough quests. that it's like it makes yeah. sense. You're yeah. invested in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um yep, yep, it, yep, it, yep. that that series definitely looks great. And it feels like they yeah, sunk a lot of money into it. And and there's some other stuff kind of like the Uncharted movie, I guess finally is oh, going yeah. and Netflix just greenlit another game based series. There's another Still Mortal Kombat coming out. It's yep. a new Mortal Kombat. I think that's going to be on HBO Max. It's just like, um, oh, there's a Last of Us thing. Last of Us is on HBO. Yeah, yeah. That just, feels like it would translate well because it's a fairly it's the first one's like a fairly simple plot. I here, uh, I don't. I am kind of of the opinion that none of it needs to be. I I like things that are just they're where they are and that's what they were made for. Yeah, and that's where they yeah. should be. Like yeah. There's no Alan Moore adaptation that is better than the original comic. I mean, right. in his case in particular, they're all bad, I guess. But like, right? Oh, Assassin's Creed. That's right. It's getting a Netflix series. And with video games, it's just like it's already a game. That's already like close enough to. I don't need right. A There's movie. so much like movies anyway now. They're they're yeah. like. I mean, God, Kojima's games are like movies with, that you play a little <laughs> right. bit in between. Yeah. But they but, also have like very inter. They do interesting things. Yeah. As a game. It's not just cutscenes, even though that is maybe 75%. Of no, no. It, it, yeah. but, Speaking yeah. of, and there's the Metal Gear movie oh, yeah. coming out yeah. uh, at some point, but that's that's going to be a tough one. I, I do agree with what you said. It's, I always respected Bill Watterson, uh, Waterston, uh, the Watterson, Calvin yeah. and Hobbes yeah. creator. He just wouldn't license it because he just felt yeah. like, no, it, it should just exist right here. It's a, it's yeah. a newspaper comic. And, like, and I, that's I think it. there's plenty of room to work with that it's not something that like like i that is my general opinion but i'm there's exceptions for everything and whatever yeah but like yeah i do feel like it's it, it's usually never improved on i, th- I think that's right moving yeah. it to a different medium i guess I that's fair yeah all right um that is going to do it for us we hope you guys have a very happy holidays hope your christmas mm-hmm. is going well and uh we'll see you soon bye go kiss go kiss your elderly relatives on the mouth that elf on the shelf, he's going to see what you did. <laughs> yep. Bye.